You're tuned to Practical Solutions for Life. Life is full of changes, whether it be a new marriage, a new position, or saving for retirement. These all require a plan. Each week, we'll pick a topic such as wealth, health, or relationships. We'll talk about choices and solutions that will empower you to take charge. Feng Shui can help you get ahead. It's ethical, practical, and it works. Let's get back to basics so that you can move smoothly through life's challenges. Welcome to Practical Solutions for Life. I'm your host, Katherine Wilking. Good morning and welcome to Practical Solutions for Life. We are broadcasting live from Simcoe County in Ontario today, right on the shores of Lake Simcoe. There was quite a storm that went through this entire country yesterday, so I hope you're all well. Even the best-made plans can get thrown off course during the day. Just like the weather, sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen. I'm your host, Catherine Wilking, and I've got some really exciting news to share with you today. Bless this mess is the first thing that comes to mind when I hear about getting organized. Oh my gosh, at this time in society, we have so much stuff. We really are blessed with all the paper, the clothes, reference books, trinkets, souvenirs, oh, devices, and whatever else is in our homes. The trick is to find everything you need in the day. This really is a first world problem. The Art of Feng Shui talks about clutter clearing to create a clean energy flow of abundance to your space, a tool for positive chi and energy flow. Another way to achieve harmony is to seek a professional organizer. They have their own techniques when sorting things piece by piece, when moving, downsizing, and starting over. They offer suggestions to organize your entire life, from paper clips to dishes, books, files, and memorabilia, and more. And this type of organization needs a system. And systems are the specialty of our guests this week. Just like you have a spot for your toothbrush and toiletries, we can all learn to function better if everything has a place and then everything goes back in that place. Our guest, Daryl Ashley, explains how having clutter can actually cause stress. So learning how to deal with an organized home can open doors for a better life. If you've ever thought of bringing your home back to order, then listen carefully and learn how to get organized with Daryl Ashley. Every individual needs to have a personal system that works for them. Welcome, Daryl Ashley. Thank you very much, Catherine. Hi, Thank I'm you just for having gonna, me. I'm delighted you're here. I've got a few other little tidbits that I'll share with our host, our, our listeners here. Uh, Daryl is an author, professional organizer, and owner of Confusion Solution. Her team is dedicated to organizing people's lives throughout Southern California and the Kentucky tri-state areas. She has network consulting services available nationwide. Daryl works with clients in all walks of life that are experiencing the overwhelming condition of an overcrowded existence, the struggles of downsizing, and the anxiety that comes from that change. Her company, Confusion Solutions, specializes in the transformation, I love that word, transformation of cluttered homes and offices into efficient, enjoyable, and productive spaces. And coming this summer, Daryl will launch her book, Behind the Cupboard Door, it identifies the benefits that come from living organized. Welcome, Daryl. It is so good to have you here on Practical Solutions for Life. Uh, thank you so much. Daryl, you've been a professional organizer for how many years now? Um, going on nine years. Nine. Pro- professionally, and, yes. And how many times have you moved in that time, time frame? 
Currently 47. <laughs> like a entire life? Pretty, pretty much. Oh, my gosh. So you know what it's like to sort and make changes, I guess. Uh, so you're the one we want to talk to today. Uh, our show is called The Power to Organize Chaos. And since we're on the Empowerment Channel, I usually ask my guests about their empowerment story. It could be a turning point in your life or it could be an aha moment. So are you able to tell us your story, Daryl? Sure. Um, the moment that literally changed my life was after I had been laid off from a job due to cutbacks, and uh, I was having a conversation with my sister and brainstorming about what I was going to do next, and we talked about that I had had 18 years in space planning, which required a lot of organizing Mm -hmm. skills, managing staff, developing procedures, and evaluating studies on consumer behavior, and um, I also had a natural passion for organizing, Plus, at the time, 42 moves. Um, So I was experienced with uh, loss of the things that I owned and how to pack and unpack, how to organize a move and and so on. And then my sister asked if I had ever considered organizing for other people. And uh, I didn't even know that that was a career option. (laughs) For sure, for sure. (laughs) So I, I did some investigating and I talked to other organizers and from then on, it's been my life. Awesome. It sounds like you found your niche in society. Yes, uh, it looks did. like we all need you, Daryl, for sure. <laughs> uh, let's get some terminology sorted out first. What's the difference between clutter clearing and clutter cleaning? That's something that, that's interchangeable sometimes, but you're trying to tell me it's not. So please explain that. Well, clutter Cleaning is really associated with um, the dust rag, the the mop, uh, you know, washing, and and that type of cleaning. Where clearing actually means, uh, in in the professional world, of just reorganizing, um, uh, finding a different place, clearing out those things that seem to cause us to be confined or, or, or stressed. And um, so when we think about this time of year, especially uh, when we're doing cleaning, we can also consider clearing because they do go hand in hand and it's a mm-hmm. perfect opportunity to look at what we have and then make a decision about what we can do with it. Perfect. So the cleaning part is more of maintenance on your home and that's the yes. regular week to week stuff and you kind of dust around the clutter because you don't have time or you say next time I'll go under the couch and, right, and that. And so, <laughs> and so the clearing part, the terminology clearing means you actually get your hands dirtier because you're you're sorting and you need things to to organize with and you're sh- you'll share those with us a little bit later right. on so explain the different types of services uh for pro- professional organizers offer to everyone i know there's like senior care into retirement facilities and uh, blended families and stuff can you elaborate on those types of services you have Sure. Downsizing, um, and, and now there's another term called upsizing, which is a more positive approach. And basically what that means is uh, l- having to make a big, huge change to your lifestyle. If you're a senior, you may be being relocated into a, uh, a, a care facility, or you may be having to move to a, a smaller space, which requires you to eliminate or to... Uh, store some items that you 
don't need to normally deal with on a regular basis. And so this is a, a, a time of life when that can become quite um, quite a huge event and um, many organizers specialize in that particular area. We also provide um, services such as personal assistant. And that would mean that we actually can run errands for someone or we can help them manage their documents on a regular basis. So there, there is that type of service as well. As, And along with that, we do declutter. Um, we help you put everything in order. And um, uh, as my partner, Nina Atkins, um, she her company is decluttered by Nina. As she says, we find you the space that you didn't think you had. So <laughs> it's very important for us, a few simple reorganizing techniques can free up a lot of space that you just otherwise would ignore. So decluttering, downsizing, um, providing these special services. Support, um, yeah. Support, yes. Yeah. And and guidance. For sure. So when you go in, for example, you're moving grandma into the old folks' home and she might or may or may not be ready, is it more of an intervention or, or what do you do with these cases? Well, it really depends on the family. Um, it also depends on whether the condition of the person that's actually moving because there could be extenuating circumstances that we're not aware of. So discussions, we need to have that open dialogue with the family and with with the person that's moving so that we can understand what it is that they're, they're facing. And uh, once we can establish that comfort level and trust then we're able to make recommendations about how the process might work for them individually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, actually many of the benefits you're talking about are similar to feng shui when I work with people, feng shui yes. solutions. We both do a cleanup. We uh, work, look about concerned about traffic flow, ergonomics, uh, but you actually go in and sort out specifics like kitchen gadgets and garage tools <laughs> and, and run errands for people. That's amazing. Yeah. So when you're... Um, you know, so you're understanding what the client needs and supporting of the client and you're designing a plan method that works for them. Right. Personal. Yeah. So share with us some more benefits a client can see when they actually get organized. Well, there there is power in order, just just first off, that when you feel like you've lost control, it really helps to have someone shed some light on the benefits of your efforts. And um, one of those benefits is um, just having more time, um, knowing where things are. Those are two benefits, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, There's a stress factor as there, well, too, trying to de-stress in many there, areas there of is life, definitely right? Trying to make them feel comfortable and relieve that stress. And the fact that you have clutter, the fact that you are um, surrounded by things that you feel um, are causing you to be stressed. Um, we definitely go in and try to point out those differences and make recommendations about how you can make a change that will positively impact mm-hmm. your your situation. Um, benefit uh, basically time is, is a huge factor. Um, it's probably the most valuable possession that we own, but often the thing that we feel we have the least of. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes we don't plan correctly and we have a tendency to take on things that we that are just dropped on us at the moment or uh, Mm -hmm. the demand is there and so we we try to accommodate it and with proper planning it it helps to increase 
the value of that time and, and gives us a chance to arrange a schedule and make that time uh, worthwhile so that we're able to focus on other things that are more important besides our cluttered environment. We, we want to, uh, the scheduling and the planning helps us to evaluate what's really important and put those things into order. For sure. Uh, well, people want to hear benefits. Of course, they don't want to be g- driven by guilt into uh, cleaning out their garage or cleaning out uh, absolutely different things. And I know that, you know, being married, it's really difficult to go in and start throwing other people's things out, even your kids' <laughs> toys. It's it's really, uh, everybody seems to have their own level of tolerance, Right. Uh, so yes, if so, sure. if you if you're and I know there's some people that are really anal, they won't have anything, 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 a pen out of place. I mean, I, I couldn't live like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then there's the other type that that tend to I'm going to use bring the word hoarder up here. And, and right. you don't like that word because we've already talked about this. But well, again, there's that sliding scale of how do you get your loved one to, you know, you, if you can't even get into the garage. Something has to be done. Yeah, and stuff like hoarding, that. hoarding in, in our culture today, we do associate that with um, a, a stronger situation. Um, people always collect and we hang on to things and, and that's quite all right. But that doesn't mean that you're a hoarder. Um, but helping someone get rid of something else, really it's difficult to tell someone else to make that change. Um, it helps if it comes from them. So there are ways to suggest perhaps uh, giving them the idea Rise. that the space <laughs> might be right, exactly. The space might be better if it was a certain way. Or how do you think about that? Is it uh, is it something you might enjoy using? So if you can make them give you an answer to those questions, oftentimes that will result in uh, them doing something that you want them to do, which would be cleaning out the garage or. Uh, taking care of something that you think is important, but maybe they don't, they think less of. Um, when hoarders now, uh, this is really a disorder. So the difference between this collecting and hanging on to is a slightly different or dramatically different actually than hoarding as we view it um, when people have a severe disorder. And it used to be associated with OCD. However, uh, now it's considered to be its own unique mental issue. So, oh, yeah, so people mm-hmm. with this disorder don't usually call an organizer um, because they don't have the capability to recognize that there actually is a problem. And intervention then comes from family, friends, or the city. Um, I have oh. run in. I have run yeah. into those severe situations. Oh, yeah? Yes, but um, I have partnered with professionals that are able to adequately deal with people who suffer. But just on... The general, and, and I'm asked this all the time, when people find out what I do, then they immediately say, well, you're going to think I'm a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> but in fact, in most cases, that's not really true. It just means that people are a little embarrassed, that maybe they have too many things in a certain area, maybe they, they collect and they have trouble getting rid of, but that doesn't make them a hoarder. And um, there are solutions, definitely, that can help everyone in that situation. For sure. So now that we've established that we can save time getting organized, uh, could this day get any better? Absolutely. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit more about stress, the visual, the mental, emotional and, and financial benefits of getting organized. We'll see you in one minute. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Catherine Wilking uses unique personal profiling and other feng shui tools in order to help you excel in all areas of life, wealth, health, relationships, and more. She offers face-to-face consultations through Skype or Zoom calls. She will set up your home office for success. Visit KatherineWilking.com and take advantage of the Home Harmony Package. Catherine would love to see your space and help find the right solutions for you. Check out other products and services at KatherineWilking.com. Catherine Wilking Designs is a counseling service with a difference. I'm Catherine Wilking. I use feng shui to help people achieve their goals. Are you having issues with your coworker or partner? Or perhaps life is beginning to spin out of control. Feng shui can help. Rearranging your space can always rearrange your life. Doesn't it make sense to set up your office, bedroom, and entire household for success every single day? Feng Shui never goes out of style. Visit my site, KatherineWilking.com, and let's get your space working for you. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to Practical Solutions for Life. If you'd like to send a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Catherine at KatherineWilking.com. That's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N at KatherineWilking.com. Now, back to Practical Solutions for Life. Hi, and welcome back. We're talking with Daryl Ashley today of Confusion Solution. You can find here at confusionsolution.com. And we're talking about the power to organize your chaos. Uh, We started talking, Daryl, in the first part of this about some top stressors, the visual, mental, emotional, and financial stress we can uncover uh, by being unorganized. That means you're not sleeping well, you're grumpy, you can't find anything, you're buying extra can openers because you can't find them or (laughs) more. Can you elaborate some here about some of these, uh, eliminating some of these core stressors? Um, Of course. Uh, One of the stressors that we face uh, on the financial front is that we have a tendency to to buy things impulsively, and, um, and that can create a financial stress. Um, actually, trying to store our things off-site is a financial investment mm-hmm. that we don't need to have. Um, and the organizing can help eliminate that financial stress. Um, the time stress factor that we, we mentioned before... Um, just being out of control or feeling like you don't have control in your life is is something that is a huge stress factor. Um, being overwhelmed when you can't find what you want or, or just having too much surrounding you, those mm-hmm. can cause um, undue stress as well. Um, it's good to know that if you have your things in order, you are more efficient and you are more productive and can reduce some of that stress. 
the challenge is making the change and um, even risking a change can be a bit unnerving. And that's why knowing that you will experience positive outcome is so important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think everybody loves a clean house. You know, if you're coming home for at the end of the day and it comes in, you've, there's a little bit of shine on the surfaces, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, it's, it's cheery and you're yeah, I'm home. This is great. And uh, when you're coming home and you're just um, – just uh, the pictures aren't crooked or um, the laundry hasn't been done and it's right there in the front hall at waiting to go out and the garbage. And I mean, it's just coming home. And a lot of times in feng shui, we talk about coming home is so important. That entrance way door to make sure the door opens the way you've got something pleasant to look at. You've got a place to put your coat and your purse and your whatever you're right. bringing home as well. And that sometimes just starts a domino effect of people trying to uh, tidy up a little bit. Yes, and and the knowing knowing in general where it is, what you have, those are two dynamic benefits because once you know what you have, you're able to make decisions, intelligent decisions about what you can do with it. For sure. Um, and and then knowing where it is eliminates loss you're you're no longer stumbling mm-hmm. to try and find out where things are it also makes you more efficient for sure well at, at this point we need to mention marie kondo and her sure. art of japanese tidying just because she's forward in the news right now right and she, i have her book i bought it about three years ago just to see what she was doing and um I like the way she talks to her clients. I, she's actually on Netflix right now. But she yes. has a system of sorting and folding mm-hmm. to save space. So how does this work into our North American lifestyle right now? Well, actually, I admire her uh, for her compassion for others and um, that she's actively bringing attention to organizing. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, our culture is a little bit different Mm-hmm. And, uh, however, when we're exposed to other methods, that can result in positive effort. And she's definitely committed, and I appreciate that. Her, uh, We have a drop-and-run society. Um, <laughs> I like we, that. <laughs> we, we live in, uh, you know, uh, we're always on the go. We work hard, we, we play hard, and when we don't have time or don't permit ourselves to have time, then folding and and some of the detail that she goes into is a little bit different for our culture, but that doesn't mean we can't adapt and make those changes. And um, those are positive changes towards that benefit. Yeah, well, in Japanese, uh, as far as I understand, their space is much smaller. The North American lifestyle is just, you know, we've got extra bedrooms, we've got, you know, extra double, triple garages, and uh, they're making super kings, or what do they call Hollywood king-sized beds now. I was like, OMG. Um, You know what? I think you'd get lost in one of those uh, there. But, yeah, they've had a need to use these little sorting and folding um, the clothes into little tiny boxes. And I'm not sure quite how that works to keep all the wrinkles out and and such, but you can certainly give it a try. Some of the fussier things 
uh, you know, socks and underwear, they can get squished down into a very, very small area. So I think that she does have a few tips and tricks under her belt for sure. But uh, Dara, let's just move on a little bit. Tell us about some of the common mistakes people make when people are trying to clear an entire house by themselves. Yes, when you're trying to do this on your own, it's, there are a lot of resources out there that you can tap into that do help you in moving forward. Um, but motivation is a stumbling block, and um, you need to to find that within yourself. Another thing is being able to plan what you're going to do before you do it. That also helps to motivate you in the right direction. Um, and, and just having time. Again, uh, time is such a big factor when it comes to organizing. But as far as stumbling blocks go, it, it's mostly about our decision to make it happen and taking that first step to move forward in a direction. There's a lot of ways that we can find information. And mm-hmm. uh, if we're connected to the Internet, there, there are tons of resources out there that can help you get motivated to start moving and give you ideas about what you can do. So mm-hmm. doing things on your own does require a little bit of a research issue. But once you've made that decision to move forward, it's a lot easier to, to do. Well, I can think of myself a couple of roadblocks and, um, you know, it's stressful. It's kind of like moving all over the game. Again, you got to sort and pack and whatever. But I can see some people buying organizational tubs just to get started and then without really knowing what goes in. Right. It's good to Mm -hmm. evaluate what you have and the space that it might occupy before you go out and spend money. Uh, We do have a tendency to buy things that we think they're going to help us get organized, but we don't really assess what we have in order to make sure we're buying the right thing. So, um, you know, storing the things we have is really important, but you want to buy what what fits. Yeah. Well, another benefit, I think, of getting a professional organizer to help is that sometimes you're going to ask the wrong people to help. You're going to enlist people that maybe don't take enough care of your books or your tools or, you know, whatever it is, or may not be able to handle the stuff properly or not even bring the right boxes in to, to do this. So right. it might be embarrassing for people to ask for help and try and do it all themselves. But a professional organizer, uh, you're right, it's getting motivated to and staying with it. Do you have a, like a benefit uh, mantra or something, uh, something to say to keep people focused, not just getting things in order? but uh, to influence them to keep moving and to change their behavior. I think, um, I think my mantra might be to evaluate, 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 or, or look at things differently than you've looked at them before. Uh, one of the things I was going to mention about spring clearing is that um, – Look at it when you're cleaning and, and reevaluate it and then decide maybe that's not the best place for it to go. And, and so these types of things, just look at it. Really pay attention. Evaluate what you have. And, um, and then you're able to organize it in a manner that's, that's more efficient. 
Yeah. Well, there's a psychology here. This is, again, the stressors that start. It's okay to dump some of the things that an old boyfriend or husband has left behind, and that has to feel good, right? Right. That's <laughs> uh, really but what about uh, great-grandma's teacups or the bedspread that auntie made for you 20 years ago, and you just realize, you know, I got too many bedspreads. How do you help people deal with uh, just like there's just too much stuff and they're forced to downsize? Yeah, there's a there's a definitely there's a guilt factor that comes into play when someone has passed down something to you or they have given you a gift and it's differ, diff, difficult to separate, you know, that guilt in that I can, really can't get rid of it. I must hang on to it. Um, but there are a couple of different strategies you can use, first of all, by recognizing the value that it does have and if you do have more than one maybe you're saying okay I can go ahead now and I can keep this one in memory but I'm going to let the other one mm-hmm. go so mm-hmm. um, placing value on on those types of memories um, it is a difficult thing and it's okay to hang on to memories um, because you're going to accumulate them over time it's not going to end, um, but um, recognizing what you do have and then weeding out those things that are duplicates or the blurry photos or the the things that really don't, don't mean anything. And it, again, it's touching it. It's sorting through it, and it's recognizing what you own. Um, this is great because I want to share with you. I'm, uh, I want to tell you a bit of my story about me and what I'm uh, going through. <laughs> I just it's, what it's, you're going fu- it's funny, uh, but I'm married to a kind of an Earth Mama type guy who's someone who's <laughs> very sentimental about you know ones that came before and um, again sensitive guy, which is nice, but a feng shui nightmare sometimes. So. <laughs> I agree. Do not help others throughout their stuff. I mean, right. they've, got to, they've got to look after it themselves. And however, I'm going to mention them. One of the more interesting things he's hanging on to is his grandmother's milking stool. <laughs> why? He's explained it to me, but I still don't have any idea why. Um, the crazy part is, if you've ever seen a milking stool, is there's three legs and they're sprayed, right. splayed, so it won't tip. So makes sense and therefore it doesn't square off with other items if you're going to turn it into a function or hold a plant or or whatever it just does have a function in the house but oh my gosh I wrote a blog uh, years ago about this crazy thing but he's going to keep this among other things until he (laughs) dies and what I'm going to have to do is find a sensitive family member to take on the trust of this said milking stool because his great his grandma was really important to him so until then um just like everybody else you just put up with that until you, you get to that catalyst of okay we gotta go right and yeah right mm-hmm. it's interesting that you are going through that process right now um oftentimes it's really good to just let them have it um, <laughs> yeah, less fighting that way. <laughs> that's right. There's there's less confrontation, but maybe there's a way of and, and what I talk to people about is that discussion and by asking them, you know, a little bit more questions, but not just yes or no answers that you're going to get. For instance, you know, you don't want to say something like, you know, I don't see anything beneficial about keeping this, and then you're not going to get a response, or you're going to say. Um, what what do you think I can do with this? And, you know, he's going to say, I don't know. So <laughs> you need to ask questions. What what would you like to do with this? 
make him give you a response, a legitimate reason why it exists. And then perhaps once you start that dialogue, he's able to make those wiser decisions. Um, And the other thing is just to back down, find a way to maybe repurpose it somewhere, um, another part of the home. Does it have to be in somewhere where you see it all the time? It's probably not function. A trip, trip on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is, uh, Daryl, where these man caves started out. Is the, the wife was telling her husband, just, I don't want to see this ugly, you know, couch That's or right. chair or picture. Or, I don't care about your high school friends. Get it out of the living room. You know, I think that, uh, that uh, a lot of memorabilia gets squirreled into a certain area. Uh, so many collectors or even hobbyists come to mind now that we're going down that road. Uh, people that like to sew or scrapbook or right. knitters, they all have hordes and hordes of stash, um, and you have to. Every time I move, I got to get rid of all my stash. And then it's like, okay, well, I'll start buying more stash then. But people that are like artists, painters or woodworkers, um, they got their own tools and, you know, all the rest of this stuff. It, so to some people, this looks like a mess. But downsize or moving, they'd want to keep a lot of their things. Do you help people look after their hobbies and collectors? Like, like you respect that they want their stuff, but how do you keep it? organized well absolutely and and people work differently you'll see people that have work in situations where there's stacks and stacks of paper for instance which is common or uh yes a room completely devoted to crafts or to a hobby um the person that is using that equipment or has that room actually understands what they have and um what we as outsiders do, we have to look at it from a different point of view. So if you walk into that room, it doesn't mean anything to you, but to the person that's using that room, it means everything to them. Mm-hmm. So um, trying to consider different ways of putting those stacks in, in a different order, but that still does not destroy their mode of mm-hmm. operation mm-hmm. because you don't mm-hmm. want to ruin their creativity or take away from anything that they value. Um, and just because we walk into the space doesn't give us the right to say this is disorganized. It doesn't always, it isn't always that that type of thing. And um, the benefit there is to let them be who they are. Um, in regard to clearing, yes, there are things that could be more efficient in those types of spaces. And we just want to make sure that they understand or we give them the tools and the guidance and support in order mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. make some changes. But um, it's not that difficult. They're, they are willing to make changes. It's just that it will look different to mm-hmm. you or, or to I. I remember uh, the first time I had a chat with my first feng shui consultant came to my house in 1998 and I was trying to I got remarried I was trying to organize uh, my new husband I had a little boy he had a little boy we had a cat he had a cat and there was like so much stuff uh, to sort with and one of the things that happened his first wife died early and so her possessions came into the house with when we moved in together so there's actually Mm -hmm. uh, two wives in the house it felt like because uh, there was a lot of things that couldn't get gone I think divorce is easier way to say get rid of all this stuff but uh, right, having a death motivator 
Exactly. And so there was a little boy, a little six-year-old boy that lost his mother. You don't want to throw out all her stuff. And right. uh, so this was a unique situation of pulling this together. But the feng shui consultant had a really interesting way of explaining to me that th- this is going to be the common area. And mm-hmm. so things that are uh, supportive for everyone can go here. And a lot of these private things should end up in private areas. And so that was a really highlight for me, a real aha of how to say, okay, um, I don't need all these pictures. So we're going to put some in, you know, my husband's study and we're going to put some in the little boy's bedroom and we're going to, you know, just kind of stuff and move them out of the main room because we had to bring in things that supported us as a, a new family together. Right. And, you're, uh, you're not eliminating them. You're just redistributing them throughout the, the home in order to make each space more functional. Um, right. Right. And it is important that um, that take place. Another thing would be looking for options to store them in an area where uh, they're marked in containers or, or yeah. sorted through. And, when needed. And, yeah. Right. Put, a, put away in a systematic order so that you can find them if you need them. But then it would free up the living space um, so that you're more productive. And uh, it's difficult because you're also dealing there with memory. And uh, I know, I know. So yeah, so getting organized and keeping organized. This is what I took away from this was I could I could say, oh, whose backpack is this? Well, this is the common area. So, you know, where does it go? It doesn't go in here. And so this was a one way of keeping organized uh, is what I wanted to bring up here is Mm -hmm. that this is common stuff. And this is uh, private stuff so take it away so we're working uh we've still got a lot to go daryl we've covered a lot of ground so far and much more to come we have to learn about your book and you have to tell us how to get in touch with you so stay tuned listeners you'll really need to take some notes for this next segment we'll be right back Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Catherine Wilking uses unique personal profiling and other feng shui tools in order to help you excel in all areas of life, wealth, health, relationships, and more. She offers face-to-face consultations through Skype or Zoom calls. She will set up your home office for success. Visit KatherineWilking.com and take advantage of the Home Harmony Package. Catherine would love to see your space and help find the right solutions for you. Check out other products and services at KatherineWilking.com. Catherine Wilking Designs is a counseling service with a difference. I'm Catherine Wilking. I use feng shui to help people achieve their goals. Are you having issues with your coworker or partner? Or perhaps life is beginning to spin out of control. Feng shui can help. Rearranging your space can always rearrange your life. Doesn't it make sense to set up your office, bedroom, and entire household for success every single day? Feng Shui never goes out of style. Visit my site, KatherineWilking.com, and let's get your space working for you. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Practical Solutions for Life. If you'd like to send a question or comment about our program, 
please send an email to Catherine at CatherineWilking.com. That's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N at CatherineWilking.com. Now, back to Practical Solutions for Life. Hi, I'm Catherine Wilking, and we're talking with Daryl Ashley of Confusion Solution, author and professional organizer. Daryl, tell us a bit more about your book coming out this summer, Behind the Cupboard Door. What can we expect <laughs> to find in your book? What a great title. Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, it actually sounds a little ominous the way you say it. <laughs> um, but basically, yes, it's coming out this summer. It is about change. It's about bringing the benefits to the surface. And um, because if we know that what those advantages are, we are more likely to begin the process of organizing. It also covers actual scientific and psychological research um, situations that I personally have experienced. Mm -hmm. Uh, It talks about motivation, your personal value, how much you are valued and the time you spend has value, uh, and much more. Wow. Okay. So you also have an informative website for people. They can go in and identify their current situation. And on there, you'll find a way to connect with Daryl and her expertise to answer the questions. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Do you want to tell us a little bit more? Sure. Um, The website does, uh, it talks about what I do. It, it, It gives you references to my team and, um, it tells you of our services. Um, and it talks to you, it gives you some special promotional opportunities. And I'm actually have an offer if you go to the website, uh, which is confusionsolution.com, you will see a box that says Get Organized with Daryl. And if you click on that, you can go to a forum there where you'll be able to fill out some information so that I can offer you a free 20 minute consulting. And this would be anything from uh, any kind of stress situation that you might be facing or for downsizing or for decluttering, cleaning your garage or your closet or whatever it might be that might be concerning you. Mm-hmm. So no matter where the listeners are in the country, you That's can right. help them get organized. They can go on your site and get some free information and also get a 20-minute consultation with you. Is that correct? That is correct. Wonderful, wonderful. So our guest Daryl Ashley here has explained how having clutter can actually cause stress. So this is very, very important to reinforce this message about asking for help in stressful times. I think it's really super important. Um, Yes, for sure. Uh, Daryl, there's some questions that have come in uh, ever since we started sending out some promos on this show. I've had some questions coming in. So can you just answer a few quick Q&As for us for this last section? I will try. Uh, Great. (laughs) Well, here's one about storage units. So you briefly mentioned storage units here. These giant facilities are opening up everywhere. Right. and people, some people have had them for years and years. So here's the question. Why do you think it is fashionable? I love that world. Why do you think it's fashionable or normal in society to have a storage locker? Because we run out of room. Is um, a status a symbol? No, no. I don't believe it's a status symbol so much as actually it's, it's, it's kind of hiding away things so that our living space can actually look and function better. Um but when we run out of room, that's where it goes. It, it goes into storage, whether it's in a garage or whether it's off-site, no matter what the situation. But it should be a temporary situation. Um, and it's great if you're relocating or if you're 
if you're doing a remodeling in your home, it's great to take things off-site and store them. That's fine temporarily. But mm-hmm. long-term, we really need to address what we really what we own and what's really valuable to us yeah. and uh, what really is yeah, yeah, it's like do the math, right? What, really? <laughs> yeah, I'd have a yard sale, how much it's worth and how many years you're paying for this um, I know. stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think we all have a story about storage units. Um, and, um, okay, let's move on here. It says, uh, I want to make my space less cluttered. Can I get rid of messy clutter and still keep all my stuff? <laughs> uh, kind of. Um, <laughs> okay. You, you're allowed to keep whatever you think has value. Um, you can remove the clutter and you can store it, but then again, you've got a, a situation of, of storage. Um, it's best to sort through things. You're not going to be able to keep everything because you will run out of room. It is just the way things are. Um, but you can reduce the clutter and eliminate at the same time and you don't, it doesn't mean that you're, you're losing anything of value. You are going to assess it. You're going to find out what really does have value to you. And then through that process of decluttering, you're, you're going to actually eliminate. It's natural. Um, I've seen this happen many, many times. I don't even tell people when I go into their homes that I'm going to throw anything away. And the point of that is that they make this decision on their own. It doesn't mean I don't give them recommendations or advice about what to do with the things that need to be released, Or, but it's not my decision to make. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, But as you go through that process of decluttering, you actually do automatically begin to see that certain things don't have value and it's easier to release. For sure. But there's other categories here. Broken things, so I'll fix that sometime, or things <laughs> that don't work, old clothes. How many painting clothes do you need or gardening clothes? I mean, you have to yes. uh, explain to people. How, I've had to people, how many pairs of, you know, whatever right. what do you, that wa- you need? I've run into it many times. Um, there is this this thought that if we've purchased it, it has value. That doesn't mean they don't <laughs> consider then the, that there's depreciation involved and that over time, things don't still hold their same value. Um, If you have 10 wrenches and they're all exactly the same, you do not need to have 10 wrenches. You could put one in your car. You could put one in your home, in your office. So that makes three. So you can get rid of the rest of them. So there's a way of evaluating that where it's not a detriment to that person to make them think that you're stripping them from everything they own. Um, but yes, ab- absolutely, it is necessary to bring that to the attention of the person that owns them. And what's too many to us is not necessarily too many to them. I know people that hang on to bags and and um, trying to get them to release a bag because you think you might need it. Or talking about plastic bags or purse kind of bags? Both, but Both. yes, <laughs> plastic <laughs> okay. bags, uh, stored or any kind of tote. Um, it's something that we hang on to because we think we're going to need it, but in actuality, you're not using it now. So um, looking down the road, if you needed it, you might go out and purchase it, but you don't need it now. So it's it's relieving you from that immediate need as opposed yeah. to one that's long-term. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. yes, you're going to fix it, but you're going to fix it later. Okay. Um, trying to get people to recognize the value of it if it was fixed, does it really hold value? Is it really worth fixing? 
depends. Um, yeah, that's right. Depends yeah. on so, on that. So, Daryl, how would somebody go about finding a professional organizer in uh, their area? Right. There's many ways. Um, you can do a Google search, which is a, an absolute no-brainer. Um, a ho- a search on home organizer or professional organizer in your area. If you include your area in that search, then it will come up with people that are nearby. There are also um, providers like, um, I know you've heard of them, Home Advisor, Porch, Thumbtack, Find My Organizer. These resources <laughs> are out there um, where you can go online and find uh, people that will be actually some of them are screened so you know that they're reliable trustworthy and that they're licensed and can help you um, and also social social media and word of mouth if you're not computer literate talking to other people that maybe have had the same situation or have used a professional organizer word of mouth is always a great reference because they there's experience behind that um, social media, Facebook, those types of things are also out there, places for you to find the organizer. There is also an organization um, called NAPO, N-A-P-O, um, mm-hmm. where you can actually go and search through their search um, options, and um, that'll help you also find an organizer. Um, keep in mind that when you do find someone you want to contact, that you ask them questions and make sure that they are a good fit for you. You want to make sure that they do have a license, that they are a reputable um, company or provider. You do want to make sure that it is comfortable because you you want them to understand how you live and how you work. Mm-hmm. And it's their job to make their their efforts work with your lifestyle and, and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great idea. Great tips for everybody out there. So here's another question, uh, Daryl, just moving along. Why is spring the best time to clean up my junk? <laughs> it's perfect. It's a refresh. It's uh, coming out of a long winter and things have piled up and, you know, you've let things go and you're not motivated during the winter to really do a cleaning. So when spring comes, it's just a wonderful, energetic time. Mm-hmm. Um, to to begin putting things in order and and cleaning and, and that's that feeling you had mentioned about um, how wonderful it feels when things are clean and in place and in order and it's absolutely uh, the perfect time. I call it spring clearing, um, but that's just because I'm in. You like that uh, word? That business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearing out the things that those cobwebs. Um, and and just reorganizing it's just a perfect time it's 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 energizing it's um it's it's a wonderful start to the rest of your year Oh, great idea. And, you know, going back to feng shui again, the spring uh, is, you're right, it's time of coming out of hibernation. There's more sunshine. There's life. There's little green sprouts and the trees have got energy and everything starts to help. Right. You know, so so jump on the bandwagon and take in all that fresh air and all that energy and just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to just set maybe even 20 minutes. I'm going to look, go in this room for 20 minutes before I come out. And you know what? That 20 minutes is going to go by like that. But and set yourself smaller goals, right? Smaller right. goals. Okay. And bring, bring the control back. 
um, take control of what you own and your space and really make it yours. This is a perfect opportunity to do that. Right. So do you have three tips that you can give us all to get started right now, today, and one minute from now? What is, give us three tips. Okay. First of all, um, write down what's making you feel stressed. Uh, if you have a situation that's causing you to be overwhelmed, write it down. And I don't mean on your computer. I mean physically write it down. This helps you in so many ways to feel good about um, you're actually addressing an issue. And then what is it that's causing you to feel that way? Um, if you're trying to go it alone, uh, look up online, go to the library and find out what other people have done and maybe tips, what people recommend to help you get motivated into action. And then finally commit to those changes. Um, these are changes that are going to last you a lifetime. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid to think differently about what you own and how you use it. And those are the things I would challenge people to do, to, awesome. to take action. Awesome. We've been talking with Daryl Ashley today, author, professional home stager, and a website is www.confusionsolution.com. And she has an online click the button how to get organized with Daryl and help you get started. And you can talk to her for 20 minutes, no charge, and she'll point you in the right direction. So I want to thank you, Daryl, for being on the show today. Oh, thank you so much, Catherine. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. It was delightful to hear this perfectly timed spring is just around the corner. So I want to thank you for all your insight today. And a thank you to our listeners who joined us on Practical Solutions for Life. Don't forget to check out Daryl Ashley's website, confusionsolution.com. So click onto her link, get organized with Daryl. And don't forget to look for her book, Behind the Cupboard Door, this summer. Stay cool, calm, and collective. Spring is just around the corner. And looking ahead, we have quite a lineup. Next week, we have Susan Friesen with the power of branding. Very cool. The look the look, walk the walk, and get ahead in life with her. And after that, we have James Jay, a co-founder of the International Feng Shui Guild. He has opportunities for you all. So personality tips Coming up, finding your voice and being a wealth magnet. So stay tuned. Pop on over to katherinewilking.com for more information about me. Pick up your free gift and stay in touch so you won't miss an episode of Practical Feng Shui, Practical Solutions for Life on the Empowerment Channel with Voice America. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Practical Solutions for Life. Be sure to join Catherine Wilking for another amazing show next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, embrace the changes that are coming into your life and you too can have a great day.